This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Lady, welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and I'm so excited to be welcoming you in to 2018. Happy New Year, girl. Oh my goodness, it's a big deal. I absolutely love New Year's, and that sounds kind of, you know, a little on the corny side for sure, but I just absolutely love it. I love the fresh, the freshness and the intentionality, and I'm not a huge New Year's resolutions person, but I'm definitely somebody that loves to set a lot of intention and get super clear and complete about the year that just passed, and then also get really inspired about what's ahead, and so... It's just a really special time, and so I hope that you are finding space to reflect and to really get clear and grounded and present to what this next week even is for you. It doesn't have to be so big as the next year, even just this next moment, what that means for you and what you're going to bring into that space. So super excited. Happy New Year is what I want to say. And I wanted to just jump on and share a little conversation here with you today about burnout, overwhelm, giving up, and kind of all that whole spectrum Uh, I come actually from a long history of this. I know these ones really well. And I think this time of year is really imperative to just notice, you know, notice how we probably are getting a lot more stimulation than usual. And we might even just be sliding into the new year feeling already a degree of tiredness or um, just depletion in general. And I want to talk about this in a very specific way um, because I actually, like I said, I have a long history of this. I have a lot of experience with burnout and exhaustion and all this kind of stuff. And I work with a lot of really high performing entrepreneurial women. And the thing that I hear constantly, constantly, all the time is that the overwhelm and the exhaustion and the rampant self-doubts and really missing out on all the juicy stuff that we want in life is just because we have so much to do. And this time of year especially can bring this out even more for us. And so I want to talk about this in a specific way because there is a difference, obviously, and I hope that you get this too, is like there's a difference between actually just stepping over our well-being. So if you're actually really tired and you're like, I'm, I need to sleep and eat some good food and get a massage, that's a little different than what I'm speaking to, which is when you're consistently finding yourself in a state or in a, a mindset of exhaustion and burnout and or overwhelm, right? So like if this is something that's consistently shown up for you throughout 2017, or it's something that you feel like you're consistently saying, <laughs> I think a really cool way to spot a pattern in your life is to listen to the things that you're consistently saying. So when you're, you know, talking to your friends or you're making plans with people and you're like, oh, I'm just so tired. Like I'm just exhausted or, oh, I have to go home. I'm so exhausted. Or I don't want to take on more clients because I'm just too tired or like whatever. If these words are coming out of your mouth on a regular basis, that's a pretty good clue that this is a consistent pattern for you. It's something that's consistently showing up. And so I want to give you a couple tips around this and just some things to think about and to take action on and to feel into for yourself because it's always different for everybody. This isn't, you know, the end all be all, but um, I definitely think there's something to be said about just the ways that these show up for all of us. There's usually some similarities. So let's kind of start at the bottom, right? The foundation, because ultimately the one thing that I do find really similar between people who consistently say that they're exhausted or they're burning out is where they are coming from in what they're creating. So like, what is the emotional fuel that's driving the car, right? Is it 
<clears throat> is it fear? Is it wanting to fix something? Wanting to, like, you think something's wrong and so you have to make it right or you're doing it because you think you should or you're trying to prove something to somebody or to yourself. Um, anytime that we come from this place of just inadequacy and believing that we are inadequate or that we're not worthy um, or that we're frustrated with something about our life or ourselves, um, if you come from this place, if we come from this place, we inevitably deplete ourselves because it's just not sustainable. It's not fun. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's not fun. It doesn't feel good. And it's just not really honoring your soul, right? When we follow excitement, we follow energy. When we try to force ourselves to do things from a place of scarcity, it just generally feels more stressful. And we generally have to kind of pull ourselves versus just being wanting to get up in the morning and go create stuff, right? So it's just one of those things that if you really get honest with yourself about where you're coming from in pursuing the goals that you have or, you know, doing the work that you're doing or whatever it is, if you really get honest with yourself, and sometimes you have to get another layer deeper, like often from the, you know, first glance, it can look like we're coming from this really empowered place. But when we're really honest with ourselves, I had a few things in my life this year where I was like, you know, <laughs> why am I really creating this? Like, where am I coming from in the process of this? And I had to get really honest that some of those were coming from a place of should or fixing or unworthiness. And from that place, inevitably, we will burn ourselves out, right? And I don't know if, if you can relate to this, but I definitely can that um, I was really conditioned from a young age that we should do this or we shouldn't do this and we can't do that and we can do this. And I think a lot of us have heard this like, you know, from society, but also from our friends and our family and whatever, our social circles. And so, you know, there's all these kinds of mixed messages, right? Like that we need to accomplish to earn love or like maybe our worthiness is measured through, you know, what we look like or our successes or our failures or our belongings. And a lot of these different variables, like in our own personal flavors of them, um, can really be driving that car with fuel that doesn't really feel inspiring for us, right? So um, I actually knew a really beautiful, smart woman who was working in a career that she had just kind of, you know, right out of high school, she went into university and it was kind of based on some of her parents pushing and some of her just doing what she thought she should do. And she was in this career. She wasn't super fond of it. You know, um, she wasn't juiced up about it. She wasn't excited about it. It was just what she was doing. And she had wanted to find ways to be more productive. And she felt like she just had this kind of noticeable decrease in overall her energy. And she, you know, had literally said to me that she was exhausted all the time. It was a word that would come out of her mouth all the time. So this was a pattern that she was consistently seeing in her language. And she was consistently finding it um, challenging and like kind of just confronting in general. Like there was always kind of stuff in the way. Um, and she wanted to move forward, but just was consistently feeling like, you know, the huge stress, overwhelm, kind of label it what you want to label it. But ultimately, it was all coming back to the same thing. And she, she was, of course, like many of us do, being really strategic. Um, we'd had a couple conversations in this time. And as some of you guys know, like I do a lot of work with health supplements and nootropics and productivity hacks, and all these kinds of things. And that's great. And they have a the place for sure. But she was trying to do these things to kind of fix what was showing up for her. And when she got super honest and really just like sat in the discomfort of what was occurring for her and really just admitted, I mean, ultimately to herself that she wasn't truly feeling a sense of alignment with what she was up to. 
it was totally coming from a place of like, I should be doing this. Everything changed, right? As soon as we acknowledge, as soon as she acknowledged that, as soon as we're aware of it, <laughs> it's kind of like, well, you can't unsee that now, right? Once you be, get clear about where you're coming from, the fuel that's driving the car, you, you can't unsee that. And so therefore you have to shift it. Not have to, you want to, right? Because once you see that it's not coming from an empowering place, we love ourselves enough to choose something that actually feels better. And so sometimes all it is, is just taking a real moment, like taking a knee and just going, really, where am I driving this from? What is the predominant feeling behind this? So where we come from matters so, so, so much because you can use all the tips, all the strategies, all the tricks, all the things. But if you are coming from a place of scarcity or trying to fix yourself, it will inevitably be exhausting. So yeah, <laughs> just get that out of the way. Cause that's really the foundation of all of this conversation, right? Um, it's so much less about your physical, um, exhaustion or physical response and so much more about what's really going on for you, um, on a deeper level. So if you are relating to this and you're going, yeah, I'm totally feeling like there's something else going on here. I'm being driven by fear and anxiety. The awareness literally in this moment that you have now that you've, you're really acknowledging that that's the key to shifting this right? It's not a make wrong. Like if you notice now that you're like, wow, I've been doing this. Okay, cool. Right. It's so key to now see, okay, great. Like I know this about myself. I know that this is where this is coming from and start to ask yourself just intuitively the questions that are coming up for you. Like, why am I coming from that place? You know, what do I believe about my life? What do I believe about life that has me thinking I need to come from this place? right? So you can use this awareness to now start to shift the gears, right? And even just a really beautiful way to practice this is just on a day-to-day level, like right now in this moment, as you're listening to this, like the next choice that you make, just check in, like, where am I choosing from? Am I choosing from a place of feeling like I'm not enough if I don't do this? Am I choosing from a place of honoring and self-love and excitement and inspiration? Just checking in and just starting really small, start with the small little things on a day-to-day basis and just start playing with this idea of where you're choosing from and let this be fun too. Cause we don't got to get all serious about this, right? That would just be kind of <laughs> you know, counterproductive. Um, but just know that if you really access that and not if when, because ultimately it's just a practice of getting into that energy, that creativity, that inspiration, like your power, your truth, your clarity about why and what you're up to in your life. Like, there's going to be unlimited energy for that, right? And so when you are accessing your unique talents, gifts, and abilities, when you are giving yourself full permission to do what feels really good for you and choosing to actually believe in yourself in that process, energy is just doesn't, it's just not even a conversation. And I can prove this to you because I literally had this experience myself. And I, you can see this in people who really love the work that they do in the world. People will say things to me sometimes like, oh, you work so much. And I'm like, really? Because actually I don't, you know, and I've seen people who work four hours a day doing work that, that doesn't light them up and they're coming from a heavy place and they're depleted, right? They're not getting results. And I've also seen people who are working eight, 10, 12, 16 hour days and are energized, full of life and freaking on fire to get up the next day, right? And that's how I feel on a fairly regular basis. Sometimes I don't feel exactly in that zone. It fluctuates and flows like everything. But there's definitely moments where like 
I can work for long hours. I can do amazing stuff. I can coach multiple people a day, which is something that, you know, takes a lot of energy um, and not feel like I am depleted. So it really does matter where you're coming from and just what's, what's behind the action, the fuel behind everything that you're doing. So just slow down for a moment. If this is resonating for you in any way, if this feels timely in some way or something's going off in your brain, just take a moment and just really slow down. And just get clear about the actual like launch pad that you are using to move forward into new inspired action. So if the old fuel was, you know, um, a feeling of not feeling worthy, um, that was one that I really related to for sure. Um, you know, that's, that was a story for me for much of my life. Um, or if there's something else that's like just underneath there for you, maybe it's fear, maybe it's fear of failure, fear of success, whatever it is that's showing up. What is a new place that like just get in your heart, into your deep in your chest, deep into your belly and really feel into what is a new place that I desire to come from? Like what, what excites me? What would I love to practice today as a place to come from in these actions I'm going to take and just following that excitement? Um, you know, one of the things that I really find about burnout is it's not, you know, it's, it's really not about working too much. Um, or having an imbalanced life. It just comes from this place of scarcity and fear running the show. So shoulds and have tos and proving and um, validating, you know, trying to fill voids. Um, for me, evidencing a belief was a big thing. I had a belief for a long time that I wasn't enough or that I was broken or I was weak. And so evidencing that belief all the time by creating experiences and pursuing goals to try to prove it wrong or prove it right or whatever created so much exhaustion, right? Just running on fear. And I'm not saying that this is necessarily your full on experience, but even if there's tinges of this and what you're doing and how you're showing up, it will create the space for burnout, right? So the fuel that you're using to actually work is what creates and causes and triggers the burnout feelings, right? So just notice the difference, right? Like the, the big key point here is just notice the difference between like when you're actually burnt out and exhausted um, as a, like a physical response, like you're literally tired, <laughs> like you've been doing a lot, or if it's actually like a context, like it's a way of avoiding the feelings that are coming up. It's a way of um, dishonoring yourself and going after those shoulds, right? So I think too, um, one of the things that is so clear to me, especially with social media now and stuff like that, is that <clears throat> a lot of us are kind of allured by this lifestyle that is really relaxing and you're an entrepreneur and you're traveling the world and you're laying on beaches and it's super fulfilling. Um, but here's the thing. It doesn't actually just exist on some exotic island that you saw on social media. It's not just reserved for those people that are already making a million dollars, right? Like it's a practice. It's a choice. No matter where you live or what you do or how much money you make or what kind of following you have, whatever, um, what kind of job you have, doesn't matter. Like you can shift from living in a state of constant busyness and burnout and stress and start living a more fulfilling and creative lifestyle. So it's, it's definitely a mindset. It's a choice. It's just a way of you being and operating in your life. So, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is kind of scratchy. Um, if you are waiting essentially until you like have that money and you're waiting until you like are living in a beautiful tropical island somewhere, we just keep bringing ourselves back into that full face forward, like 
forcing ourselves to create and forcing ourselves to show up and just not really honoring what's underneath and what we truly need, right? So it's just a consistent sort of predictable burnout when we're coming from that place. So just what I want you to get out of that is really like start living the way that you desire to live right now. Start being that person, that version of yourself, because it's already in there. It's already who you are. Just start being that version of yourself now and stop pushing and pulling yourself with pain or fear or discomfort and just get connected to what lights you up. Like it can be that easy. Just follow what is true for you, what lights you up, what excites you, what makes you excited, whatever, and just really start to move in that direction because that is always the opening to get us closer to what we're calling in to the next inspired action, right? Will fear likely show up? Of course, fear is like totally normal, you know, let's just like get that on the table and just clear and like everybody knows now, like fear is totally normal. And when we choose to channel our fear into our work and into our art in the world and just just allow the fear to be there as a part of our human experience and just know that it's totally freaking okay (laughs) to have fear and doubt and all the above, just don't let it be the fuel that is driving your car, okay? The next point I want to talk about is overwhelm because They are different. Burnout and overwhelm are different. Here's how. And again, long history of this. And overwhelm is not necessarily just like something that you conquer and then it just goes away forever. I really see overwhelm as sort of a cycle. And so it's also very predictable in that way. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this and kind of how I see it. But first, I want to tell you that I actually think that overwhelm, this is just my opinion, take it or leave it is formed by having too many tabs open in our brains. So uh, (laughs) I used to do this a lot. On my computer, I'd have like 30 tabs open. Like, no joke, 30. Um, Like, I'm not even being facetious here. Like, 30 tabs. And it was just overwhelming. There was like a lot going on. Um, I was thinking about a lot of things at once, and I would kind of jump back and forth between things. So often another thing you see in overwhelm cycles, and if this is something that you feel like you're saying a lot, I'm so overwhelmed, is it's layered with like these (laughs) different speckled layers of not getting results. So it makes us feel like we're just on this hamster wheel, right? We're thinking about all these things. There's all of these tabs open. And then on top of it, we're just not getting results. So it's like the things from yesterday that we were thinking we had to do, now they didn't get done. And now today we got to think about it. And those things didn't get done. Nothing's getting done. And ah, right? So it's just too many things going down in the brain and just not enough systems in place, right? To really support like us feeling clear and grounded and having the simplicity that we deserve and desire, right? So overwhelm kind of puts this um, damper, if you will, and just doesn't really have a show up for each individual task. We're just sort of like overwhelmed by all of the tasks, right? So if you do look closely though at overwhelm, and I would encourage you to just take a look for yourself, if this is something that has been showing up through the holidays or just in general through your business this year or whatever, um, your work, Overwhelm is actually really, really predictable. And it's also very simple. So like I have a way, I have a a trigger, a cue that sort of perks me into overwhelm. And if you really look closely at kind of what usually sparks the cycle of overwhelm for you, where does it begin? (laughs) Right? So just taking a look, like, is it when I don't get enough sleep? Is it when I um, have more tasks at work? Like, what is it that tends to push you into that space, right? 
And the big thing here too, as women, is to really acknowledge that there are certain areas in our cycle, in our menstrual cycle, that are more uh, kind of... (laughs) They hold better conditions, I guess, for us to get overwhelmed more easily. And particularly in luteal phase, which is the week right before we menstruate, um, generally most women find in that week that they just can't have as many things on their plate. And not that they can't, it's just that it becomes more overwhelming more quickly. And so generally in that week, if you find, like, just take note, even if you just notice for the next four weeks what your cycle is like, that can give you so much information about how your overwhelm cycle might be cued Um, into your uh, moon cycle as well. But even just if you notice like, hey, in luteal phase, I actually do feel much more easily overwhelmed. I know I definitely do. Um, Is to kind of limit caffeine a little bit, maybe, you know, get a little bit more rest, wear cozier clothes. I don't know, just do things that make you feel good, right? And so a lot of these kinds of things can be tracked to different areas in our lives that are kind of supporting in different conditions that sort of cue that overwhelm cycle. So put really shortly here, oftentimes what happens is we have that lack of systems, right? We have way too many tabs open and then we start to rely really heavily on um, like willpower. So if you ever found, like if you're one of those people that makes these huge lists every single day and nothing gets done and you're just overwhelmed all the time, um, put really shortly, your brain is working too hard and it's just copping out. And so this is what I mean by this. You <clears throat> you only have like so much cognitive energy per day, right? Like your brain only has so much energy per day. And of course, we can increase that amount of energy through nutrition and sleep and meditation and all of the good things, right? But here's the thing. You still only have so much energy. And if you're using all of that energy every single day to try to just tack off all of these things off the list, you're running a lot on willpower, right? Because you're trying to just get yourself to do the things, Do you hear what I'm saying? Let that land for a second. You're just trying to get your brain to tack off all these boxes every single day. And there's always an easier way to do this. So the answer here always is to simplify, right? There is always a simpler way. Simpler? I think that's a word. More simple, whatever, for you to get the job done. And that doesn't mean you need to give up. It doesn't mean that you need to take 16 naps today. It just means that those tabs, some of them need to get closed down. Some of them need to be organized. So a question to really ask yourself is like, what actually is a priority right now? Like, what is my highest priority right in this moment? What can I kind of close off for now? And a way to do this, if you feel like you're like really overwhelmed and you're like, actually, Stacy, <clears throat> there's 65 tabs open and I have no idea where to start. I want you to just literally take out a pen and paper and write every single thing that you are thinking about on the piece of paper. You can number them if you want, whatever, and just write every single thing down. From there, you can start to categorize things, put them onto new lists. You can start to go, okay, I'm going to look at this tomorrow. Okay, this thing I'm going to get completed by this day and just start to maybe put dates beside each one of those things. Maybe you start to just cross some of those things off. Maybe you can even delegate some of those things, whatever it takes. But the key factor here is often when we're in overwhelm is we don't want to slow down to just like simplify. So we just keep getting on the hamster wheel, right? And there's always a really beautiful way for you to create a more simple system or plan to create the results, right? So sometimes it's getting some support from a coach or from a friend, um, you know, whomever can support you in this. And there's just like no shame (laughs) in this game. Like it is okay for you to literally stop for 
five minutes, for five days, whatever it takes for you to actually just get super clear. Because the way things are going now, if you're in overwhelm, it's just not effective. It's just things aren't getting done, right? And that's why we feel overwhelmed. So to really start to get clear about this, involve somebody that you trust, somebody that you know has maybe some experience with this. Maybe they, you know, themselves have a lot going on. Somebody that can give you some really solid input, right? And habits are actually a really huge part of overwhelm. Um, Because again, going back to what I said about like cognitive function and only having so much every single day, if you're trying to hit that list every day and you're just not getting through it, it's because some of your habits could actually be on autopilot, right? So like maybe five things on your list, like um, drinking a green smoothie and doing some yoga and um, posting on social media or whatever. These are things that you could actually just start to put more on autopilot in your own brain so that every single day you're not trying to get on that list and use your willpower and force yourself to do those things. They're just less things for you to do. And often you can create habits that actually just support you feeling good and feeling grounded and feeling supported and feeling really inspired for you to take action from that place. So habits are um, not what everybody thinks they are. Some people think habits are just things that you um, remember to do. Like they're just kind of things that like are kind of like you do them every day. And that is true. But it's also something to notice about habits is that your brain, like your brain is literally like a computer. It will switch things into autopilot that are conditioned to be a habit. So when you have things that you do every single day that produce a pleasurable or like a rewarding result, your brain will naturally start to switch into autopilot. So this is really cool because your brain literally has an entire area for this and it just allows you to then play out that loop automatically and not have to think about it. That's the most important part. You won't have to think about it, right? You need to take so many things out of your brain so you don't have to think about so much stuff every single day, right? So that means that then you're not making so many decisions, which means that then you don't have decision fatigue, right? And it means that your actual brain power, that cognitive function, that energy that you want can be used for things that actually really need your energy and get you results. I'm talking slowly because I really want you to get this part because it's so juicy and it might just sound like this strategy, but truly like when, if you are in a cycle of overwhelm and you start just like simplifying and moving forward tasks and taking one thing on at a time and starting to actually get some wins where you're like getting results because remember what I said about overwhelm, a lot of the time it's because we're just not getting the results we want too. Once you start getting some results, even if it's just like one or two things off your list, you're going to start to feel really good, right? So first thing to do right out of the gate, if overwhelm has been your story, is recognize that like this is not just another thing to try to fix, right? Remember where we're coming from is super important, right? Like it's okay that you're in this place. It's okay that you feel kind of overwhelmed or maybe the holidays got y'all like, you know, overstimulated and you're kind of stressed and frazzled and you're tired or whatever. Like it's totally okay. We're human, right? We don't have to be on and perfect and got to handle all the time. That's just craziness, right? So just like, let's bring some really juicy, delicious, self-loving, self-compassion into this moment and just take a deep breath and remember you're okay, right? Like you're alive. It's all okay. Everything's going to work out. Nobody's going to like, you know, freak out at you or yell at you or, you know, any of these things if your list isn't, you know, handled, right? It's all good. Nobody's being more of an asshole to you than you are probably at this point. So um, just simplify, right? So first things first is just to make a list, 
right? So just prioritize and really get clear. Okay, these are the things that I actually really need to create. Remember where you're coming from is really important. Where do you want to create these things from? And then really like you could probably take some things off your list. Most of the time we have so many tabs open that we don't even need to have open. So just take some of those tabs off that don't need to be there. Maybe there's things on your list that you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to decide what to do with this on January 15th. Like you can date things for in the future and figure it out then. You don't have to have all of this handled at once. Make this simple, right? And just understand that when you get these little wins, like I'm going to be honest with you. This is kind of my secret sauce here. Results, when you're in an overwhelm cycle, they're like a soothing balm. (laughs) Like when you start checking things off and moving forward and getting those wins and getting some traction, you're going to have a lot of momentum, right? So just even if you can check off two things, you'll start to access out of that overwhelm, right? And it can be really helpful to even just know like what kinds of things help you access out of this cycle. So as you're starting to distinguish, hey, this is when overwhelm starts for me. I know when I start doing these things or I start stepping over my, you know, my sleep cycles or I start drinking more coffee or not drinking enough water or not going for a walk every day. Like I know when I start doing these things, this is the the, the red flag, right? This is the thing that kind of gives me the warning that my overwhelm cycle is starting. So once you get that awareness going, you can also look at, okay, well, how does the overwhelm cycle progress for me and how do I get off it, right? So, so, so powerful to just take a look and just notice for yourself, even if just over the next month, you just take note in your journal every day, just a little note, it can be so, so powerful. It's just more information about yourself, more inner knowing, more knowledge that you can use to support yourself better. So one of the things I love to do um, for overwhelm and just in general, truthfully, um, for productivity and just overall feeling good about what I accomplish on a day-to-day basis is I use a top five list daily. So I call it my high five. Um, So I don't, personally, one of the things that cues overwhelm for me is if I have like 30 things on my to-do list that just does not support me and it makes me feel super like wacky. So one of the things I love to do is I choose five things. Cool thing about this is you're not limited to five. So if you decide, hey, you know what? This is super cool. I'm like in a super productive mood today and I'm killing it. You could just do the five and then you could choose more things off your other list or your bigger list or whatever. But at least you hit that five and that's your key, like that's your mark to hit. So that top five, some days you might just get two, whatever. But I love to choose those the day before or that morning, um, just after getting really clear and grounded. Uh, It just really supports me in checking things off the list and being super clear about what needs to get done. So the final thing I want to talk about is giving up. Um, This is something I know so, so well. I seem to know all of these really well, Um, but I definitely feel like giving up is a, uh, it's a hidden killer in the entrepreneurial space. And it's also, it takes up so much energy. So it kind of, they all kind of feed into each other, right? Like if you can hear the similarities between the three burnout, overwhelm and giving up, um, giving up often gets disguised as overwhelm and burnout. So it's something to kind of notice. It's often filled with a ton of good intentions. You know, I know I always had great intentions um, and a lot of excuses and a lot of sort of um, contemplating and trying to figure out and not really following the plan of action and just consistently coming back to reasons why I couldn't or just starting and stopping all the time, which takes up actually so much more energy than if you just keep going. So um, if you've ever like, you know, been in an airplane, (laughs) which I'm sure many of you have, if you were to just like land the plane, 
because like you felt like it, um, getting it back off the ground is takes so much more energy than if you had just stayed up in the air, right? So one of the things that this looks like a lot is um, just really like people saying, I'm just exhausted. Like, I'm so tired. Like, oh, I just need to get clarity or I'm just really tired. And this isn't a make wrong here. If you've been doing this, it's totally cool. Me too. I get it. Um, but here's the thing. You're probably not actually exhausted. <laughs> just saying. Um, because if you were exhausted, you would just go take a nap. You wouldn't try to give up on the things that you're up to. And the truth likely is, this doesn't have to be your truth, but often what's going on is that your brain is just exhausted. And our brains get exhausted when we are listening to self-doubt a lot, if we're constantly worrying, overthinking, critiquing ourselves, maybe even comparing ourselves. So these can be some of the sort of in the background, what's often going on when we're giving up and starting and stopping all the time. And hey, this is, I get it. Like if you are stretching yourself and if you're listening to this podcast, you likely are. If you're on a mission of creating something for yourself, you are, you know, looking for more out of your life, more fulfillment, more joy, more connection. You want to create something juicy in the world. Um, and you're like, you know, pushing that line, right? Of what's comfortable and familiar for you. There will be lots of reasons <laughs> that will come up that you may want to quit and you may want to stop. And they just naturally show up to like challenge us, right? And there's lots of things that we can put in the way and when it's terrifying and it's stretching us beyond what is totally normal for us, like you got to remember your biology, like everything is firing off and wanting you to be safe, right? And so it's really, really key if you are feeling like you're starting and stopping a lot, um, you're finding a lot of reasons why you can't, that you need to create a really clear, 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 clear connection to yourself and just simply say, I got this. I'm safe. What do I need right now? What do I need? Because often the times that um, this showed up for me and when I see it showing up in clients and stuff like that is there's something usually missing. So maybe there's a lack of support. Maybe you feel like you're doing it all by yourself. Maybe um, there's a lack of clarity. You're just not sure what's next. There's usually something that's just slightly missing. And so be really intentional about this piece because this is actually really, um, this is, this could change this whole pattern so easily is to have a just really cool, like, and I say cool friends, but I don't necessarily mean like cool, like badass. I mean, like cool, like they get you and they see you and they know who you are in the world and they're not going to let you get off um, with just like copping out, basically. They're going to call you on your shit is what I'm saying. Um, you know, so whether that's a friend, a coach, both, anything, just be really intentional about having support around you that can reflect to you when this is going on and not just buy into everything that's coming up. Because I know for me, I can be very convincing. Like I can be very convincing. I can tell people all of these elaborate stories about, you know, like, this doesn't show up as much for me now, but I can feel this in my body, like how true this is, that this was definitely the case for a very long time. Um, I could tell people all these stories about like why I needed to stop and no, I need to do this. And this is what needs to happen right now. And I just need a break or whatever. And um, just really check in and have people in your corner that get you and um, can really support you through that too, because it can be the game changer for sure. And just listen for like what might be missing, you know, in those moments. Like, do I need more support? Do I need more, um, well-being practices, maybe, you know, maybe you're giving up because you feel like you're not really taking care of yourself. Maybe there's something else going on in the background. So just get really curious if these patterns have been showing up for you. Um, get really curious because you know, that whole, like, I don't know if this is a quote or who said this or what, but I love it regardless is just don't give up before the breakthrough. 
you know, like usually people give up right before the gold, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like right there. So just really, really remember that, you know, getting into a place of possibility, getting into a place of believing in yourself sometimes is a daily practice, right? And I get it. Like when we're confronting some of these big things and stretching our comfort zones way bigger, uh, you know, it can be really tricky and sometimes it can really pull on all these different cords for us. So, um, it's okay to feel uncomfortable and still move forward. Just remember that. And just really checking in with like, you know, why you're doing this, you know, what, what are you really up to in your life? You know, when we stop coming from a place of should, could, would, you know, proving and validating and all this kind of stuff, um, we actually give ourselves permission and access to start doing what lights us up. What a concept, right? Like what really fuels your fire and what conditions support that? So, you know, what do you truly want in the world? What lights you so up? It's just crazy. And then like, what can you do to just support that fire keeping burning? You know, what kind of wood do you need to use, girl? Um, so you showing up at this high level and busting up some of these patterns is actually so much more simple than I think we make it out to be sometimes. So just at the core of this entire message, if you get nothing else out of this is just know that, um, you're right where you need to be and that this is all perfect. And you're learning exactly what you're here to learn right in this moment so that you can move forward powerfully and show up. So if you're listening to this and you got something for yourself, just listen to that nudge, listen to what you know is next and just go out and choose that for yourself. All right, darling, such a pleasure to jam with you. I'm excited about doing more of these kind of one-on-one conversations between you and I in the future of Lady Talk Radio and super excited for this whole new year. I've got so many exciting things planned um, for both the show and also just in, in Lady Alpha and everything as well. So I'm super excited to include you in those and share that with you. All that goodness. Uh, if you are not already in the lady posse though, like girl, like get over there. We have this free online Facebook community. It's beautiful. We have such a cool vibe going on in there. Amazing, amazing women. Truly. It's just a safe space, a cool container for you to come hang out with other ambitious women and collaborate and connect and share your story and just really have a support system that, um, really is a stand for you being and living your best life. So Uh, We're having a ton of fun over there and it's going to be an absolute blast this year. So would love to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. And I can't wait to share more of these conversations with you.